And today's training session of Hashtag Attitude Shield is part three of getting ready for 2021. Let's get to work. Hashtag Attitude Shield. Attitude Shield. Your mental operating script rewriting program for the serial entrepreneur and those wanting to be. Now, your host, David L. Parker. Let's get this training started. Hey, welcome to part three of Hashtag Attitude Shield, your operating script mindset rewriting program as we prepare for 2021. It's going to be a heck of a year, isn't it? Of course it is, because that's what you're going to say to yourself. Now, yesterday, we really trained on the importance of the operating script. There is nothing more important. You know that, right? You are fully aware that the operating script is what makes everything else happen. It's the basis of everything we do. How we think is the basis of everything. Not how we present ourselves, not how we talk, not how we get ready to get ready, not how we find inspiration, not how we find motivation. It's all about what we say inside our head to ourselves that nobody else can hear. Nothing else is more important than that mental place that nobody else goes to. I've told you, and I'm going to keep telling you, that you will never talk to anyone more than you talk to yourself. So you have to know what to say. You absolutely have to know what to say. Yesterday I told you, I'm going to tell you again, never take criticism from people you would never go to get advice from. There's a gentleman who every now and then listens to my show right now who is starting his own podcast. And I wish him all the luck in the world, all the success. I hope he becomes the next Joe Rogan. I absolutely positively do. He's been through some amazingly tough times. He's dealt with some stuff. He has a message. And we've been talking about that. Nobody has your fingerprint. Nobody has your DNA. Nobody has your message. And I'm so excited that he's going to share his message. Do I have anything to do with him sharing his message? No. That's not the point. We talked in our last training session about making an impact on people's lives. Am I saying I made an impact on his life so that he is making a podcast? No. That would be ego. Only ego says that. And ego is is like dust in your eyes. You know, without clearing the dust, you can't see anything. Clearly. So you got to clear your ego to see the world. you got to clear away your ego to see the people. Remember we talked about the movie Patch? We talked about seeing the four fingers and him finally focusing past it and seeing eight and being told that's the beginning of seeing past the problem to the solutions. Ego is dust. It's garbage in your eyes. It's those little cucumbers or dust bunnies you have in your eyes when you wake up in the morning. You can't see anything clearly because it's in the way. So you got to get rid of the ego. Got to get rid of ego. It is a bad part of an operating script. Ego will keep you a prisoner in your own mind. It will. It will absolutely keep you a prisoner because you're so full of yourself. What is it that's so special and unique about you that you should have an ego that makes you hurt other people? Look in the mirror. What is it about you that you should allow yourself to hurt other people? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right? 
I love thinking about the fact that when I plant a tree, I know that I'll probably never really sit in the shade of that tree. But somebody else will. That's the impact that we're trying to have. That's the rewriting of your operating script, the changing of your mind. Is you don't plant a tree for shade for you. You don't do something just because it's for you. You do it for other people. If you're doing everything just for you, well, good luck. We've already talked about the fact that nobody succeeds alone. I don't care. Name somebody. Come on. I've been challenging you for this for almost 80 episodes. Tell me somebody who did something alone, completely alone, that never had another person helping them, and I will call you full of crap. Right? Now, part of your operating script is how do you deal with problems? You know, so many people, to quote Henry Ford, yes, I love quoting smart people. Most people spend more time and energy going around a problem than they do trying to solve a problem. Are you that person? Is your operating script running on something that helps you, drives you, guides you, pushes you to avoid something instead of going through it? My inner circle, a lot of people call me a bull in a china closet because I'm going to bust through a wall. I don't avoid problems. I don't run away from problems. I don't duck problems. I take them head on. Is it tiring? Yes. Sure. Is it emotionally draining? Sure. Sometimes. But it's less emotionally draining. It's less tiring than finding my way around every little problem. It's like the people I talk about that are always getting ready to do something. They're always looking for inspiration. They're always getting ready to get ready. They're always, they want the attention of the perceived accomplishment they think they're going to have. Those people have a cracked, broken motherboard and need to replace the motherboard so they can put some operating script on there. Why in the world would you be out looking for attention on what you think you're going to do? I'm getting ready to invent a car, the newest car ever. It will fly. And then for years, all you do is talk about how you're going to do it and you don't actually do anything. Wow. Talk about an operating script that is just malfunctioning. Don't talk about what you're going to do. Work in silence. Work where people don't know you're working. Work inside of what's going on. Why? Because when you have setbacks, they're now not public. When you have challenges, they're now not public. See, Facebook and social media has taught us, here comes that operating script again, has taught us to publicize all our problems. What good does that do? Didn't fix your problem. Didn't change your problem. It didn't help solve a problem. All it did is tell everybody else that you're having a problem and those that want you to fail are cheering you to fail because now you've once again told them how rough you're having it. Why? i tell you why. It's real simple. The biggest challenge in your life is to be yourself in this world that is trying to make everyone be just like everyone else, which makes no sense at all. I don't understand. Why do you want me to be like somebody else? I should be who I am, what I am. So should you. Sharing your fall downs as part of your message, no problem. 
sharing your fall downs, your failures, your trips, your scums, your, your, your bruises, your scuffs as part of your message after you've overcome them makes sense to me. It's part of a good operating script. Sharing them along the way. Well, if you keep going down the stairs and you keep on heading down and you're sharing everything, how are you helping anyone? You're not. Remember, we're going to impact one person a day, 2021. Getting ready for 2021 with a new operating script. We're going to impact one person a day, and we're not going to impact them by sharing negativity. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. What what did he just say? Negativity also is connected to the bad stuff you're going through. Your fall downs, your scuffs, your breaks, your stumbles, your falls, your trips. That's right. When you publicly share those, you're spreading negativity. What is positive about your failure? What is positive about the problem you're having right now? Nothing. It's negative. Sorry. It just is. So what do you do about it? You work quietly. You work and you succeed and then you share your message. Listen, you can never, ever be a prisoner in your own mind of the past because it was just a lesson. But every time you share while you're being a prisoner inside a problem, you extend the sentence of that problem. You actually don't make any progress. You actually back yourself up. Now, to quote Marcus Aurelius, if you haven't read the book Marcus Aurelius's Meditations, I highly recommend that you do so. I highly recommend you read Marcus Aurelius' Meditations. I love this comment. To quote him, whatever time you choose is the right time. It's not late and it's not early. Hello. Whatever time you choose to get started, to rewrite your operating script, it's the perfect time. I just want to add in the fact that I want you to do it now. But that's just me. That's what I want. What do you want? What's your ultimate target? What's your dreams? Not mine. You can't live mine and I can't live yours. Thank God, right? What a boring world that would be. I mean, it'd be just a crazy boring world, wouldn't it? I think it would be. I like to journal. I like to write things down. But I like to ask myself three questions. In the morning, I ask myself, what are you going to do better today? What? What are you going to do today to get better? Question one. In the afternoon, I ask myself, what have you done today to get better? And at night, I ask myself, what have, what did you do today to get better? So in the morning is, what are you going to do? In the afternoon is, what have you done? And in the evening is, what did you do? If you add that to your operating script, if you add that to how you run your life, listen, can you run your life like a business? You can. Can it be a happy, wonderful life and being run, being run as a business? You better believe it. It can be amazing. It can be spectacular. Most people run around with outside pressures. What time to be to work? What time to get a shower? To get in the car? To get through the traffic? To get to the job that you just don't want to do? You remember the job? Just ordinary bullshit. We get to that cubicle scheme 
and they work and do exactly what they're told the whole time they're there just to get done, to get back in the car, to go through the traffic, to get home, to watch TV. Rinse and repeat. What? How in the world is that? Well, what is that? Why, why aren't you doing something more? That's just being a robot. That's being a coin-operated person. Can you add to that a business mindset, a serial entrepreneur mindset of what you're going to do with your time when you're not following that pattern? Of course you can. You know what I'm saying? I, I always find it interesting when somebody wants me to work with them and coach them and talk to them and they say, well, you know, uh, I really got no more expecta- expectations, David. I'm just going to go with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. Um, what kind of garbage operating script is that? You only live once, YOLO. If that's your operating script, I want to tell you, you're on the wrong podcast. In your face, not worth your time. Now, somebody right now is saying, wow, you're a jerk. Yep, I'm a jerk. I'm an honest, straight-up jerk that is telling you that if YOLO is your operating script going into 2021, that's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to give a, you're going to get a life that at the end of the year, you're going to be so happy that you only had to live it once, that you're never going to live it again, Right? Isn't that amazing? You're going to be so happy that you're never going to have to go through those experiences again because they were so not what you wanted that you're going to do a dance that you're not going to have to go through it again. YOLO is a broken, terrible, socially driven mind script that you need to get rid of now. This very second. Because it's just going to kill you. How do you start? Well, let's get this into our operating script. I don't know about you, but I love the feeling when I talk something out with someone, and then we both, that person and I, discover, we become aware, we become enlightened that neither one of us was wrong. We just saw the scenario differently. We just saw the situation from two ends. Talking really should be about seeing things from another person's perspective rather than the need to be right. And that's what's broken in so many people's audio scripts and operating scripts and just the way they look at life. They don't have a conversation to understand. They have a conversation to be right, to win. You want a perfect example that has gotten to the point of disgusting is how about my own U.S. government? I spent 22 plus years in the military, 61 months overseas doing what they asked me to do to sit back today and watch them argue to win, not to understand. The two disgusting, terrible parties in our country do nothing except work to win. Nothing. They do nothing to understand. They do nothing to make things better. They do nothing to take care of the people in the United States. It's all about winning the conversation. Now, why do I bring this up to you? Why do I point out something at that level? Because people do the same thing. You and I are guilty of doing the same thing. We have to change our operating script and talk to see things from other people's perspective, not to win, but to understand. 
not to be the victor, but to be the person who gets it. There's some people in your life that you love being around because they're just amazing human beings that are always, you know, I really like talking to that guy. He really gives me good advice. I really like spending time with that woman. She really knows what she's talking about. Is it that they know what they're talking about? Is it that their operating script is so much more updated than yours that they're smarter? Or is it that they actually take the time to listen to you Try to understand your perspective of something. And then gracefully, with kindness, advise you from their perception of what you just told them. Isn't that how it is? How how can it be anything more? If you're not taking advice from somebody you wouldn't take criticism from, part one, and you're having a conversation to understand another person's perspective, part two, And you're responding, not reacting, to how they feel and what they're trying to accomplish. Part three. How do you end up in an argument? How do you end up coming across as a person who's not listening? How do you come across as a member of Congress? Now, i got to admit to you, I do find it extremely entertaining that a group of monkeys is called a Congress. I'm just saying, that's just funny to me, right? It just is. Now, how do you do these three things? How do you do the three things that I just spoke about? Well, the first thing is if if you want to be able to do it, you have to surround yourself with the right advisors, mentors, and coaches. You have to. There's just no other way around it. We don't succeed on our own. It's not possible. We succeed as a team. And somebody has to coach everybody on the team. That's the way it works. I think one of the, my favorite comments when it comes to what leaders and coaches should be doing is a spinoff of what Ellen, Ella, eh, sorry, Ellen must say. CEOs should focus on product, not PowerPoints. Amen. You should be focusing on the product of your life, not the photos, not the picture, not what you think other people are going to perceive. Because remember, they're going to interpret their reality according to their own perception. And since we're always talking to win and never to understand, what do you think happens when you act? Like I just said, when you're just trying to put this crazy PowerPoint out. That one's a little crazy. I know you have to think about it. You know what I mean? It's just a little crazy. If we don't surround ourselves with good coaches, good mentors, good advisors, then all we are is what? Really comfortable? A good coach will not let you be really comfortable. Not going to happen. A good coach is going to push you out of every area of your comfortable zones and push you into a success pattern that's going to get you really happy. Right? Now, how do you know this is happening? Here's another line of code. You'll know that you made a real decision when you take action. If you're not taking any action then you really haven't decided anything. You haven't made a decision. It's what you do a day later, two days later, a week later, a month later, a year later on the decision. I may have mentioned in the past that I just got through reading a letter that I wrote to myself on 2 January 2020, talking about my mindset and where I was and my relationships and things like that, and asking myself a bunch of questions and telling 
myself what I predict, I foresee what targets I was focused on for 2020, and then I read it. Just to see the difference between myself then and now. And on January 2nd-ish, maybe the 1st, I'm going to write another letter to myself. And I'm going to see come December, Christmas time of 2021, where I am in my life compared to where I thought I would be. That's taking action. That's planting the seed, working to harvest, and moving forward towards targets. It's part of your operating script. My mind says that's what has to be done. Most people only listen to the noises in their head. They're not actually interacting. They're not driving forward. And they're taking a temperature of what other people say. I think the worst words in the world... I think a sentence that has killed more dreams than any other sentence in the world is what will people say or what do people think or what, how do I get these people to like me? Terrible, terrible operating script. Terrible. You might as well have YOLO. You only live once, right? You only lie around once. You only get run over once. The operating script for 2021 cannot be what will people say. 2021 has to be, hey, what do you say? You've been listening to Attitude Shield, your double dose of espresso for your attitude. Check us out on Facebook and on the web at www.attitudeshield.com. Again, thanks for spending this time with us. Between now and when we talk again, keep those shields up eyes on the target and always be moving towards your dreams.